0: You want some more, of this
1: bitch? Welcome to the Three Kings podcast, where everyday blokes act like kings.
2: I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. I told you in the first song. I'll tell you in another. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. I don't- Hi guys, my name's Nick, and sitting across the table from me is Madge. How are ya? Yeah, not too bad. Looking like 8 miles today.
3: Yeah, not a week, another show.
2: <laughs> getting ready for winter already. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us again today is um, on the show is Dilly. How are you going, Dilly? Good, mate. Bloody getting out of the rain. It's raining
1: here, so. Again? Yep, again. Feels like it's been raining for bloody 12 months, but I don't know. Hopefully it gives up soon.
2: I'm so over this rain. Like, I'm trying to finish my house, and every time I try and do something, it's just constantly raining, eh?
3: You may as well go back to work, mate.
2: <laughs> no, that's not happening. I can't because it's raining. <laughs> I can't work, it's raining. At least, at least I'm having more luck than Andy. Andy's trying to get his house house pad um, poured for like the last two months.
3: Yeah. well, so. Yeah, I remember he got an email saying, um, construction's going to start. It'll be done within three three 360 days from now. But there's no chance that's happening.
2: <laughs> Especially with whatever what, what's happening now with the material and everything. Yeah. There's no way that house is going to get done by the, by the end of the year. 100%, bro, yeah. So
1: it'll be um, the local timber yard that I use, I was just chatting to the manager the other day, and he was saying that like how Australia's cut Russia and 65% of our engineered beams come from Russia. So it'll be interesting, you know, months to come with all this flood recovery and stuff, what will actually happen to the building industry. So
2: Well, that's the same with like our oil and stuff. That come. That's why the price is so high. No,
1: nah, only 3% of the world's oil comes from Russia,
3: bro. It's yeah. just a, an excuse to fucking raise it.
2: Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, well they reckon that uh Australia's gonna cut the tax on our they already fuel. Have. Oh have they? Yeah. <sighs> it hasn't come. Oh, down well they haven't then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't cut the tax. But yet. no, they've
3: cut it for all the fuel stations and shit. Yeah, all the, the, fuel, all, th- all the <laughs> fuel refineries, but we haven't it hasn't you know, come but down the line.
2: Just make more profit, eh? Just keep keep the fuel the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully <laughs> no one knows. <laughs>
1: just keep rolling it out, same price. It is pretty dear, like a lot of people complain about it but you need it there's nothing you can do without it so yeah but um but yeah it definitely makes a big difference Like,
2: so. oh it's just we were talking about it the other day like it's not just us complaining like you think about a development like this with the property price is going so high and everything i was talking to one of my mates the other day a development now everything runs off diesel like imagine how much their fuel bill would be a week now Considering on how much machinery they got out there, like I don't understand.
3: Yeah, like if you're a civil company or even a delivery company, like a big truck company or something, yeah, your freaking expect expenses would have nearly tripled, bro. Yeah,
2: well, the, the company that I used to work for way back in the day, they're using a thousand liters every two days mm. of fuel.
3: Like, imagine it's a thousand bucks a day, isn't it?
2: Well, it'd be more than that. Two grand, a it'd be day. two grand now. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, a friend of mine has a lot of machines,
1: and he has he has a D10, and if there's a decent operator on it, it'll do a thousand liters a day by itself. Yeah. One D10 dozer, like, yeah. Like and how, there's tons of them. Like yeah. you know, in all these massive um, new estates that they're building, like, they'd be burning five or six thousand liters a day. Yeah. Like,
2: but how do you, how do you justify going? Hey, um, we have to start charging you an extra five thousand dollars a week just in fuel whilst mm. we're pulling your site. Like, how how do you yeah. like? It's ridiculous. Like, it's not just. Prices of everything else going up, yeah?
3: Yeah, no, it's, it's fucking, it's all going to come crashing down soon, surely.
1: You can't d- stay, you know, it's like unaffordable to live. Like,
2: Yeah. Well, um, talking about unaffordable things, you know, obviously, um, you've been down to the Sydney um, MX Dome and that went down, unfortunately, with yeah them owing money. I did a little bit of research in it. it Turns out they owed $7.2 million in yeah, total. Right. I'm guessing that's including investments and everything, but that sydney oh it's called sydney dome now it's reopened
3: yeah i've seen that there was a a little kind of um they had a go at reopening it probably about eight months ago six months ago under another name i forget what it was but same thing they made a new social media accounts and stuff to reopen it and then that must have fell through and yeah now it's reopened again under sydney dome but still kind of looks like the same thing it just didn't take off as much as everyone thought it would like it's a good idea yeah and um you know if you live within you know half an hour 40 minutes you can go for a ride like now while we're doing this podcast bro like six o'clock you have it because it was open till eight or nine every night not every night but most nights yeah and but it just never really took off i don't know why but it is pretty limited what you can do in there. Like it, it is a big area, but it's not that big, and uh, it's it's a lot of effort to change the track a lot and yeah, you know keep it keep it in um in good condition because the lap times are so short in there. I think when we went down, a lap time was maybe. 30 seconds maybe yeah so you know you do That's it. a
1: small trail i haven't i haven't actually been down and ridden there but i've heard from a few people it's quite fumy in there as yeah, well yeah it is There's like it feels fume.
3: like i don't smoke cigarettes or anything but it honestly feels like you had a ciggy bro when you finish riding like yeah your, your throat's all kind of fumey and dry like you just had yep. a ciggy but um yeah so you know it's hard to keep the track in good nick because you're doing a fucking thousand laps a session yeah. bro like the sessions are like 10 or 20 minutes but in that time, yeah, you can do like t- twenty or thirty laps.
1: Yep. But that's you know, everyone on track as well doing that many laps. It, just, yeah, yeah, it takes
3: some damage. I think that the um, Sydney Council took it over. Yeah,
1: because you know
3: it's in the Sydney the Eastern B- Creek. Or yeah, it's in it is, the yeah. Sydney Motorsport Park. So there's Eastern Creek V8 Supercar Track. There's a go kart track. There's a heap of other shit there. So, um, like it, it can be done good, but I, I, I just can't see it taken off if it hasn't already.
2: I. The, you, you've been down there. Yeah. How close is it actually to residence? Is it fairly close to residence? Nah, or? It's as,
3: and it's um, soundproof, bro, from outside. No, no, no,
2: but I'm saying, like, is the, the Motorsport Precinct close to residence or...?
3: It's It's like a bit of an industrial estate where it is.
2: Why not just have a track with lights on it like why does it have to be an indoor one like well, if you're you at a, a s- race precinct like you got v2 carts, like you said go-karts and everything why why have it an indoor thing
3: yeah i don't know it was just a kind of novelty thing and it is a good idea you know because rain hail or shine you can you're
1: yeah, good to go
3: good to go but be snow on they the could have just on. they could have just put up a, a roof bro like a sh- big massive industrial, yeah. industrial yeah. warehouse with just a roof no walls
1: yeah
3: yeah um or you know one wall to keep the wind out or something.
1: I don't know whether you ever raced the um Toowoomba stadiums when they used to run them here, but it was always it was in that big shed. Yeah, like the literally Toowoomba the stadium. The yeah. star gate was outside, and you turn left, yeah. and every section from there on out was in this massive shed. Same thing, no walls. Yeah, like so. I
3: don't know why they just couldn't do something like, that. like this. Um, dome that it's in is actually made for like indoor running tracks and shit like that.
2: Well, I've seen on TikToks and stuff. There's a heap of joints over in like. Must be like Japan or, um, Korea or something where they got driving ranges in these things.
3: Yeah. Well, when you or when I went down to the dome, they had um, you know, like a big demo thing of the company that yep. makes the dome. And, Yeah. Everything that you look at was either electric go karts, indoor running tracks, indoor sports fields, um, you know, just stuff like that. no.
2: So realistically, once the industry starts going more electric, that place would be perfect to have electric bikes in it but then, yeah. then there's no real point of having it indoor other than weather because there'll be no noise like yeah, as i
3: said if i was gonna if i was gonna build one not that i have the money to but if if it was me getting into it i'd do it in a better better place that's a bit more closer to riders yeah and um i'd just build a shed with no walls and just have it in that and have a bigger track and yeah try and keep the water and try and um change it up as much as you could
2: yeah but that's li- like i'm saying it's if it's not close to anything what like you said why have it in an actual dome where it's noise concealed like it doesn't it's matter like about because that's the biggest thing for us you know every, every
3: everything's a good idea when you think of it in your head
2: yeah until it's, um,
1: it's put on paper and it doesn't work
3: until you do it and who who knows but it could have blown up and you know they could be packed every day but you don't know until you try, and they tried and didn't do the best. And hopefully, it does get better, but it didn't work the first time. And it wouldn't have just been just because they owed money, because I was there on the kind of opening day, bro. And there was fucking like 10, 20 people there. So,
2: well, I, I was saying to Andy on the phone, I said, if you take 7.2 million and have it as like a 2% loan, mm. you would need 160 riders. Mm doing a session each to just cover the the interest payment on the loan that's not even covering the cost of people running it the electricity yeah. or anything like that that's like because it's priced fairly good so you'd, yeah. you'd have to do a lot of sessions to actually cover cover everything so yeah like
3: they had good ideas of you know like holding like a midweek kind of series and yeah like a little kind of point score thing you know like club championship kind of thing during the week like that's good, but it's such a small track that it just doesn't really work,
2: man. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know about you. Like, I'm fairly tired after. Well, when I was working, I was fairly yeah. tired after work. There's no way you'd see me taking like back in the day when I was used to attempt to ride. Not that I was any good. Yeah. Me and my brother used to go to work, and then after work we used to go to Ridley Creek night practice. Yeah. But the next day after work. You, like, for work, you were stuff. Like, you wouldn't, like, obviously there's heaps of people doing it every week, but there's no way I could do it every week. Like, it's nah, just not viable to have, have yeah, it that it's much. It's
3: hard to keep the interest in it. And the thing is, if it is sunny and a nice day, you're going to go to a track that's... A big track, yeah. yeah, it's big, hard, yeah. big track, big jumps, rep, uh, ripped, prepped, watered. Like, the MX Dame, no offence to them, but... The dirt's not the greatest. It's super hard pack. It's pretty slippery in there. Well,
2: you think about it. it it's got exhaust fans pulling out all the fumes. What, what do you think's going to happen to the track? It's Just going to pull, pull, pull the all moisture. the moisture yeah. out yeah. of it and yeah. just be concrete.
3: So the only market they can kind of attack is the yeah midweek market or if it's pissing down rain, which yeah. it has been fucking the last couple of yeah, months. Yeah, so, so she's they, Queensland. Probably, yeah. That's probably why they <laughs> reopened. Bro, bring, one, bring one up
2: here. <laughs> yeah. it out. it's terrible here. But no... Best of luck to him. Hopefully it keeps on going. Yeah, I, ho-
3: I hope it, it takes off because, like, it is a good idea and a good premises, but it, it hasn't worked yet, so I, I don't know if it's going to work.
2: But at the end of the day, anything that's keeping interest in our sport and making yeah. our sport bigger and better, I'm all for it. So hopefully it keeps on running, making – taking all – even – like the everyday kids that don't want to ride when there's a heap of seniors on the track. Hopefully, that could maybe yeah. get them into riding when there's not so many people on the tracks. Because I know when I, I used to ride, I because I was not that great. I yeah. used to hate hate it when there was fast people on the track. So yeah, yeah, they do
3: a good job of that. Like they yeah. they keep um, the sessions and classes all to the you know same age group or same size bikes yeah. and even same skilled riders. Like there's a you can go out and you know like the the fast, fast yeah, pro group or you can go out in the kind of weekend warrior group and everyone kind of does like you know someone might come out in the fast group thinking they're a big dog and then next session they don't come out in it because everyone will be like lapping around them so yeah. it's yeah, it's pretty good in that way
2: yeah so hopefully it gets more and more beginner riders in there because obviously it's not gonna be as as many riders as if you'd normally go on a, a normal track out there but um Gap Creek's having a freestyle event on the second of April. So it's the
1: second one. They ran one last year as well. Yeah, um, it was looked pretty good from what we could see. Like I didn't actually go out, but we've seen a lot of footage of it, and it looked really good. So yeah, I didn't. I
3: didn't never knew they had that setup. I've seen it on a couple of dudes' insta over the last couple of months, and it freaking looks sick. Bro. Yeah, I mean, it's a
1: real good setup. Apparently, it's pretty well hidden. Like apparently, like everyone that goes there doesn't know where it is. Yeah, like right. you have to like you have to be going there to get there, and. They're like okay, um, when they first started riding there before the event last year, yeah, there was a lot of people like, oh, where is it? And everyone's like Gap Creek, but no one knows where it is. To actually get there, you have to be told where it is. Yeah, right. So apparently, yeah, it must be hidden. Like, cause I place, Gap Creek's a massive farm. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. And um, I mean they hold, they've got pretty good tracks out there. It's sort of yeah, um, a bit black ducky. Doesn't get prepped that much and stuff. But yeah. it it is actually quite a big farm. A lot of different quality tracks and stuff. But yeah, it's good. Good to see they're holding an event and. Yeah, there's set- good people coming out, so.
3: Yeah, the setup looks sick out there, bro. they got, like, dirt hits, ramp hits. They've got yeah, everything Yeah, and there. all pretty big. It's all yeah. big
1: and done properly. I don't know who actually built it, but someone with a bit of knowledge in yeah, freestyle the freestyle industry has done it.
3: Apparently, they've been, yeah, putting in a fair bit of work out there because even, um, it always was kind of like a, you know, for people that just ride on weekends with their kids and yeah, stuff, like, yeah. not really high-level. Yeah. right. Not too many high-level riders would go out there, but it's changed over the last kind of year or two. Like, a lot of... My mates who are real fast riders are always uh, raving about it out there. So. Yeah.
1: yeah, I went out there when it first opened and, like, the track layout was unreal. All the jumps were sick, but it was hard. But, yeah, like you said, it seems to be... Um, I keep a pretty close eye on their Instagram. seems to be picking up, so... Yeah,
3: they like, they're putting in work, ripping the trucks and stuff, so it's good.
2: Yeah, well, they've got three different categories. It's going to be best trick, best whip, and then best freestyle run. So um, it looks like it's going to be a pretty good weekend. Yeah. Um, so it's Sunday, 2nd of April? Yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah. Saturday? I know, no, I think it's Saturday. It? It's Saturday. It'll be this like, weekend, yeah. Yeah, so it's this weekend. So um, I think you have to go and book online because I think they got limited um, seating or spectating. Um, yeah. So if you go into their Instagram or Facebook page, um, just Gap Creek Moto, go have, have a look and go out there and watch some pretty good freestylers out there. Sweet. You wanna talk about our shirts that we got coming up for sale?
3: Um, yeah, we got a heap of shirts um printed up uh last week or the week before that will be going up for sale this week sometime. Um there's two different designs, two different colours. Um they will be around thirty dollars each, so they'll be up soon, so keep an eye out for them. And um yeah, we'll be giving some away on the show too. So
2: Yeah, so Madge designed one and I designed one, so We'll see whose design sells better. I'm um, fingers crossed mine sells better because I want to try and give it to him because he's the, the fashion, fashion icon. Yeah, fashion icon of the podcast. So uh, hopefully mine sells a bit better. But going off some people's,
1: no, they're both good. They yeah. both look good to me, and I'm wearing one right now, and it's they're super comfy, super good quality shirts. So get a hold of them and keep it on Instagram.
2: So, but yeah, they'll be going out this week. So keep an eye on them. So first round of the Australian motocross.
3: Yeah, let's get into it. Who are we doing first? We'll go 450s, eh?
2: Well, I just wanted to first talk about Stan coming to the goods and having it pretty much broadcasted on a big platform. Like last year, I th- I heard it was televised but or live stream or anything like that, but I didn't really know anything about it, but Stan's come on board and so I streaming it so it yeah. was good so it was it was live and started for for us in queensland yeah started at eleven thirty, so it was good turn turn that on before i watched the ama so i watched the australian stuff first so it was sick to watch yeah
3: well it's good being on um stan it's gonna get a lot of viewers that maybe wouldn't usually watch it or even didn't know it's on because you know even us we're avid followers of the sport there wasn't much fuss about the national start and besides no. our own excitement for it. Well, yeah. There was fuck all advertising and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So being on, on stand, you're going to get a lot more um, viewers, hopefully, that you n- normally wouldn't know it was on or normally wouldn't tune in. Um, so that's going to be good.
1: All in all, it was pretty good coverage, really. The, um, commentators are a bit funny to listen to, but... Um,
3: yeah, well, you can hear them when um, they they commentate to try and get the camera to go on to where they are commentating yeah, Because a lot yeah. of the – although the camera coverage was good, there was a lot of times when it was just either on nothing or on the wrong riders. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were talking yeah. about it yeah. So, like, earlier. the times would be up on the side of the screen and the commentators would be talking about something like, oh, these two riders are having a mad battle. Yeah, yeah, and trying to, to force t- them over. Yeah, and then by the time the camera got to them, it's the, all over. the pass yeah. had been yeah. made or yeah. – um, yeah, it's
2: yeah, it's it's not in over. it's not in day com, com, compared to like the American stuff, or the GPS and stuff. Just but the it's, it's hard. Stuff.
3: To, it's hard to film on a, um, motocross track, you know, because they go into a different place every time, and not all tracks are the best viewing, you know. Yeah, yeah. like we've been to tracks ourselves where you can barely see a you thing when, when you're at the yeah, track. Yeah, yeah,
2: but I think I think it's a, it's round one so it's early stages so I'm hoping it's the same producer that will stay on for all of them yeah. and hopefully they can learn from this one and go hey this is what we need to kind of do and they can try and say hey because obviously it's the producer saying we'll cut to this camera we'll cut to that camera or whatever yeah they'll so get,
3: they'll definitely get better as the year goes on it was the first one and uh, you know it's a big deal for we talked about it last week or the week before it's a big deal for uh, our sport to have any kind of TV time it hasn't happened in a In a lot of years So hopefully get some eyes And some more money Back on the sport
1: Especially in like um, Like Nick said Especially on Stan It's on a big platform Like usually You will get it here On like SBS or something Which is essentially like Pretty small But it's good to see Like It's Like all the filming Was pretty good Some of the cameras In the wrong spot But all in all You got to see a fair bit Of the top side of racing And it's good to actually, like you guys are saying, it's good to actually see it for once. It's nice. Yeah,
3: and it's good the series is back up and running. So The, the
2: good thing is, too, is um, obviously with SBS and everything, it would have been live on air, but now it's with Stan, you can watch a full replay. So if you can't get to it and watch it live, yeah, you can watch it Sunday yeah, afternoon from good, racing uh, or come what? back on Monday and watch it Monday after work. So that's why I think it's going to be the biggest thing. Yeah, you might not get a whole group of people that's going to be Go. I'll, I'll wait till eleven thirty when it starts. Yeah. Compared to go. Oh well, I gotta like a lot of people have families. Like they need to go. Well, that's why stuff. we're kind
3: of doing the podcast today because we're like fuck. We're not gonna have time to watch the uh, yeah uh, yeah the Australian motocross and the AMA Supercross yesterday yeah. and come in yeah, here podcast, and do yeah. a podcast. Yeah, it's
1: a easy, to, easy two hours. Yeah, yeah. Easy <laughs> <near>. <laughs> but yeah, I no. actually, yeah, I actually didn't even watch it until today. Yeah. So.
3: Well, I done the same thing. I. I had a pretty big night the night before, so I was pretty hungover yesterday. So as I was watching it, I fell asleep. So I had to, you know, wake up and then start it again, or or see what I missed. So it was good that you can hop on, our uh, stand and kind of watch it whenever you want. You don't have to. You don't have to watch it live or, and then miss it. You know yeah. what I mean?
2: But um, I don't know about you guys, but as soon as I hear those commentators, it takes me to way back in the day when there was blokes world. Yeah. Did you ever see that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all I just think about him is them being on Blokes World. Like, that's such a long time ago, but that's yeah. all I... As soon as I hear him commentating, I'm like, I remember you when you were on Blokes World. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame sometimes they, they were like... You know, he's calling someone's gone down, but they didn't even know who it was. They're just like, oh, he's gone down. It's like, yeah, we're, who? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because the camera's not on him. We don't yeah. know who it is. Like, Yeah, but the, I, I think guess, guess they'll work on that.
2: When Waters went down. Yeah, Waters
1: went down. Oh, he's down. Like, oh, who, I who, think who, someone's
2: down. I think that's Waters. Oh, it might be Waters. Yeah, um, yeah. But,
3: but
1: the commentators, I think,
3: were watching the same. Live Stream us Live was us. and then could probably see something from wherever they were yeah. as well. But Absolutely. they were what. You could hear them from how they were talking that they must have been watching the same stuff. I was saying
1: to Nick that when I – because I watched the last 250 Moto here with Nick and I was saying to him, I was like, maybe they're in a spot where they actually can't see that well. Like, because some of the stuff they were nailing was obviously right in front of them and then there was other points where it seemed like they couldn't really see what was going on. Yeah, well, they they
3: might be in a truck because uh, one of my mates used to commentate on the Nationals when it was on – what TV was it on before – the old nationals and um, what's he was running it. Mav t- it was like M- MX TV, yeah, or MxTV something. Or something. Yeah, I forget yeah. what it was called, but he was commentating on that at the rounds, and they were like in a big van, yeah, and they'd shut it, what, and same yeah, yeah, thing. Shut they the would, van, yeah, they would be in there watching the
1: live streams, yeah. the footage, yeah,
3: the same as what we were watching. Yeah, so they could and only then commentate, commentate on that, on the footage, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, But um, I I don't think the commentating was too bad. What, what annoys me to a lot like quite a bit actually at the moment is when they bring chicks into the commentary or a part of the the commentary broadcast and they don't know much about the sport like I don't have an issue with bringing like girls into it so it's not male dominant or whatever like that but they need to know their their stuff like bring Renee Evans into it or Renee Ferris now sorry she used to race like she, I bet you she would be a yeah, killer but, commentator, you know what I mean. Like, that um, bring,
3: bring Kate Peck's a big, a big name, bro, and she does know what she's talking about. She's been on the RPM show on that for ages. Yeah, she's, I
2: don't, I don't like. I she's don't, pretty
3: I, good, and she's in with a lot of the uh, motor riders. I reckon she's done a good job, bro. And it's a big name, um, to call it. You know, it's like if you get like the V8 supercars have all them chicks like that, Rhiannon, Rhiannon chick or whatever her name yeah. is. Like, all the chicks that do the footy, like they're just big names. If they yeah, see it, all, then the, everyone all the else all the
2: footy chicks are. Ex footy players, though. Nah, no, they're not. Well, a lot of them are.
3: No, they're they're just into the sport, <laughs> but <bro.
2: laughs> you still a fact. Uh, oh we I'll push
1: on push on anyway. <laughs> um, cloudy with a clean sweep in full fifties. So yeah. he was running good, I think. Um, interesting to see rounds. <laughs> are yeah, you still <laughs> useless, <laughs> man. <mate>. I'm cutting <laughs> you off.
2: I thought
3: she was good,
1: back. yeah.
2: Oh, I'm not. Oh, saying my go. opinion. I'm just like it's. I just didn't think it was good.
3: I thought she was good. She's a she's a pretty big name, bro. Right, in the uh, what's it called, like the presenter world. So I think it's good.
2: commentary. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it's um, yeah, it's good to see. You. I hopefully um, if Webster can keep his bike on two wheels, I think we'll be looking for something because he definitely had the pace. He like in definitely the first motor He like he caught from a long way back onto the back of Cloudy, and then yeah, well, have time a, to get around.
3: I wasn't surprised Cloudy won, but he wasn't. My um, favourite going in there, like from all the preseason racing that's been happening, Tanny has been the kind of standout. And then that track is Webster's track. He 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 lives like he's from WA originally, but he lives down there. He lives and breathes sand. Yeah. And last year he was bullshit quick there in the two fifty.
2: <laughs> but like I, I was saying to Dilly earlier on, I said I'm not saying that Cloudy got given. The wins because at the end of the day he has to be there yeah 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 like so you didn't get given the wins but it was um webster's race to lose both both first and second race 100 percent.
3: well you could see he was clearly the fastest in both motos. he was coming from behind and
2: well, went, catching yeah. right up
3: especially in that first motor he went down
1: twice, twice. twice. Yeah. yeah yeah and yeah. still
3: got second so yeah,
1: yeah. Um, he definitely had um Definitely had the pace out of the whole crew. Webster is, mo- is really moving. He's but,
3: you know, that's just either inexperience on the 450 to the track is was deteriorating pretty quick. Um, and three, them Hondas, bro, everyone on them Hondas seems to be having just these random fucking crashes.
2: But um, I don't know if you saw the crash in the second race. Yeah. We we all don't like Lapis. He, yes, it's Webster's, not fault that he went down, but, but mistake that he went down. But he was obviously taking the line, going from the far left and cutting across and taking inside. But there's all these lappers in the main line and he obviously doesn't want to get stuck. But when he crashed? Yeah, on the second one, when he tucked the front in but the second race.
3: He was totally by himself, bro.
2: Yeah, no, but a lapper oh. went on the inside, which was the race line. The guys oh. were going on the far left and cut, cutting back across the road tracks going into the right inside, yeah. and there's three lappers in that inside line yeah right. so instead of obviously following him he went on the outside probably what he wasn't taking the whole day yeah and we, he, he, he just tucked tucked the front so it's it's good to see that the field is completely packed but like we were saying even in the 250s there's only a section of guys that are like in the Group that are gonna be like the league pack. Yeah, the rest are like nowhere near them. So it's it's good to see the, the grids packed, but it's I reckon you're gonna find more and more guys later on in the series that are gonna have incidents because gonna be because the, the the gates are packed. There's forty riders in all of them.
3: No, there's only twenty two bro in the two fifty class and the four fifty class. The the fields are pretty light, bro. Actually, oh, was it wasn't. Yeah, twenty two riders in each class.
1: No. Yeah. No, it can't be. No, I made the um No I do the Braden Herbert became twenty seventh. Yeah, he got twenty seventh and then he got really? thirty he There's got thirty third in the invincible. last month yeah. They had to qualify. In the two fifties they had to qualify to get really? into the main, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
3: right. They must only shine. Yeah they, showed, yeah, they only showed. only showed a certain amount. Oh, down
1: that's the only r- the points. Yeah, that's only oh. where the, that's where the points stop. Oh, uh, yeah, up yeah, there, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there was forty <laughs> riders. I was going
3: to say, I'm like, that's pretty shit for a first round. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, only there was. Um, yeah, they riders. had to
1: qualify for the MX twos oh. to get in there. Yeah, a couple of boys got in there, and Lucky a couple you of boys really <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was like, no, the both gates were fully packed, bro.
3: Yeah, in the four fifties, that top tens super packed this year.
2: Well, look, yeah, they all. I had this conversation
1: with Nick earlier on, and. Like I've heard from a couple of people that are like, Oh, that the field's just stacked and I was like, Yeah, it's an Aussie title. Like yeah. it's the best in Australia. It's like going to the Olympics and going, God, these people run fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like
3: Yo, you are seen in the in the four fifties, bro, it was that packed that, you know, someone like Ferris got thirteenth overall in the weekend. I know yeah. it crashed, but still that's that's pretty shocking. Yeah,
2: yeah like you think he'd be able to come back at like come back up and do kind of like what Craig and them's doing in in the Supercross he's, and being able to get back up. He's the, a three-time
3: champion, bro. Exactly. Like I know, he, I know he had a year or so off, but um, yeah, that's not the best first round for him. But it, it's that track's tough, man. It was a tough, you know, surface to race on, and then plus the talents stacked in the 450 class this year.
2: I don't know about you, but that. Track looks super difficult. It looked like it was really nice and sandy and grippy, but then next minute you could just wash the front end. It looked like it was yeah, well, that's real a, slippery that's underneath. That's what
3: they it. said. They said at the start of the day they were um, all <laughs> running paddles, and then yes. the last race they put normal tyres back You're on. Right. Yeah, it,
1: look it seemed to be. Um, it
3: was heaps sandier last year there.
1: Yeah, well, apparently they put a lot of sand onto it, but I'm not sure how much. They were saying in the commentator that they'd put a fair bit of s- more sand on it. Yeah, in, more sand than usual. Just, yeah, yeah I don't uh, know. well,
3: usually it's like maybe just naturally sandier than yeah. that and deeper than that. Like, yeah. even though it was rough and still sandy, yeah. it wasn't yeah. as soft. It was more hard edges. And yeah, well, Regan Duffy was there commentator, and he said the same thing. He's like, it looks like it's got even more edges than it usually yeah. gets out there. Yeah.
1: We should all come down to prep. If they don't yeah. – we used to find that when we were racing. If they don't prep it deep enough, they cut sand brings out yeah, the well, square last edges year, you
3: know, they. It, shitted down rain. then. yeah, yeah. You know they don't want to prep it too much
1: because if it it rains, it's all over. Yeah,
2: yeah. Because like when before they even started racing, when they're doing like um when they were doing segments on the track and saying this is a new step up and everything like that. Yeah, it looked really sandy. So, and then when obviously after the first first round, it looked like there was actually a hard base to it. So, like you guys are saying, they've obviously haven't ripped it deep enough in case. Yeah. Hey, playing we, safe we, game. we get fifty mil of rain here, then at least it's not in a big complete absolute shocker of a race that l- at least there'll be a base there for the guys to get down to. Yeah. So that's probably that's it's a hard call, like
1: 100, percent Yeah. And you're running you're trying to run a national wide event. Like people have people have come all these like probably the top ten, it's not gonna bother them. They're all sponsored, they're probably getting paid to go there. But yeah, um for the privateers that have made the effort and you know, travelled from say Western Australia down to mm. Down to um, Thaggy. Wong Thaggy to race, and then all of a sudden they get there and it's pissed down and it's cancelled. They're just going to yeah. turn around and drive home. Yeah. Like, yeah, You know what I mean? Like, so, no, it was good. I think all in all, the track was good. It's definitely one to challenge them first. First one off the bat. Yeah, well, you're going to see. Test your fitness.
3: Yeah, you're going to see, obviously, some different guys up the front when it gets to, you know, a bit of hard pack kind of circuit. Like, um, especially Webster. He's not, I'm not saying he's not going to be fast all year, but. Sands his forte, you know yep. what I mean. So he was always the favourite to, yeah, to kind of that kill that,
2: it there. That that like all helped.
3: the yeah, like even Daker and that said like they pretty much thought Webster was going to win.
2: Yeah. Well, they're saying they held a race there earlier on and he beat second by half the track. Yeah, like they they just thought he was going to absolutely kill it.
3: Yeah, and but if you look at the results, the CDR boys yeah swept the podium. I mean, swept one and two, and then Toddy got third. So Webster didn't even get on the podium, which is a shame because he was easily easily the fastest all weekend. He and, tied with Toddy,
2: though, so. Yeah,
3: and then he kind of threw it away on that second yep. race. And then Gibbsy had a bit of a – not a shocker, but a bit of a below-average ride in the first moto for him. But, yeah, come back in the second moto, kind of he had, – he had a um, – disrupted uh, pre-season, I think he hurt his – was it his ankle or his wrist or something? And that Conondale – was that the Sunny States? Yeah. Like yeah, two weeks ago or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Um, that was his first right race back. back yeah, and yeah. then he raced last weekend at Coolham Club Day just to get some more race time because he's had none all pre-season. So for him to get a top five is um a good result. I know he probably won't be happy with the way he rode, but top five – that's that's a good points good. man. Seven um, rounds to go, so Brett Metcalf he was killing it. He had the fastest. Oh, he's got to be, yeah,
1: be getting old, hadn't
3: he? Yeah, he's at least forty, bro.
2: He, he good on was, him. I was actually super impressed with him. He didn't get the best starts in both races, and he actually come up through the pack. And I was, I was like, really impressed with him because,
3: well, he's just on a privateer gig he's but doing it yeah. so he's organized go 24 everything himself team, yeah. and kind of put it together last second um he's always good on that track i think he got second there last year in a race so he's always pretty good on the uh sandy kind of soft surfaces so yeah, he's done uh, good
2: he had the fastest lap of the day yeah in the second race yeah, yeah.
3: So um he faded a bit at the end but um that can be expected 40, probably too yeah. many
1: beers on the weekend
3: then who else we got? So then we got the Matt Moss, normal hitters in the top ten, like Melrosses and Rikers. And, yeah, Matt Moss got a knife. Um, surely he's got to be happy of that. It's his first hit out for the year. And
2: Do you love how they got him down as a KDM. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon he would be happy with that?
3: Yeah, well, that's what he said. He's, I think last year he came in with expectations that he was yep. going to kill it. Yeah. And he come out publicly and said, "This year, he's like, I'm just gonna have to accept this year yep. that if I'm coming, you know, six or eight, that uh, that's just what I got to come and. Yep. Where yep. last year he couldn't kind of mentally accept it, and then he would try harder and then crash and get hurt and then wouldn't finish the race.
1: So. Yeah, and you'd know you'd know better than I would, Axel, but. Like he's a few years older than me. Like I'm twenty I just turned twenty eight. Yeah, he's like, th- so
3: he's thirty three. Yeah, um, see
1: and you got the likes of Clout and Webster and that. They're still young guns, man. Yeah, like, 100%. For them to stay fit against Mossy staying fit is just two different movements. Like
3: Like I don't think and I'm not saying this to be um be mean or anything, but I don't think he can reach the levels he was before because it's hard to hit your prime twice you know what i mean oh, 100%, and yeah, and i don't know if he expects to win the championship but for sure in races he's going to be challenging oh, there'll be times where he'll be pushing for sure push yeah, and he's a ridiculous starter so he's going to be there and he's only going to get better all year and i hope he proves this all wrong and can win a champion again and especially in supercross he's got a hundred percent chance of doing it again yeah yeah but yeah, um yeah he's, he's just got to take the year um, as it comes And just improve Every round Which hopefully you yep. can
1: Yeah Joel Evans takes out Top 10
3: Yeah Lockie Latimer Had a, a bullshit ride In that first yeah, that was moto big, Yeah Yeah He, he did it real he, well he bet, big I think Point. he beat Gibbsy in that first moto Yeah He beat a lot of the A lot of the big guys In that first moto So yeah He he killed it He beat Melrose And uh, Jaden Rikers He beat Mossy Yeah I
2: think he just Come Gibbsy. behind Metcalf. Metcalf yeah.
3: yeah He killed it in that First moto
2: no, uh, but um, you reckon Ferris is happy with each ride? No way, no. Because okay. he he, 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 he d- did have a broken collarbone earlier on. So yeah, yeah. He had a, He's one hundred percent fit though.
3: Ah, oh, well, after a year off, new team, or two years off, new new team. Um, yeah, disrupted preseason. Like you can't expect to go out and blow the doors of it. And he's done a lot of preseason races and gotten beaten in them, and they're only short format motos. Yeah. So. He would have known he was off the pace a bit, but obviously the first motor he crashed, so you can't really yeah. count that. But even second moto, he got what, twelve points? What's that? That's like a an eight for a ninth or something. Yeah. So um yeah, that's not up to his standard. And obviously he's gonna get better every week, so hopefully he comes around.
2: Um, two fifties. Two fifty. I just want to
1: um Say straight off the bat, I had NATO for the win, but he unfortunately done his, um, femur. from what I can hear, yeah, he's done his femur at Coolham on a club day the week before, like last weekend, so that was a big shame for him because he was hooking like Conondale. He cleaned Conondale up, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a big shame for him, especially so early in the season. His season's pretty well done. is pretty major, so. Oh,
3: bloody yoke, bro. He, he's going to struggle to come back from that and even just that. He hasn't, fi- I don't think he's finished a season in. Ever in the 250 yeah, class. Maybe, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I, well, I'm not sure.
2: Well, I was saying to imagine like when – because Gibbsy was supposed to come down and he said "Oh, for us to come up and do an interview with him at Cooling Club Day the week before the nationals. We don't understand why you're racing a week before the first national event. Like well, I, I can
3: understand Gibbsy because he, he just wanted to get um some time behind the gate, you know, because he, yeah, he's but like been like, on like the couch. Like us. we were
2: saying – do a race star. do the first couple of laps, pull off. Like, you. Yeah. D- why hurt yourself in a race yeah, that yeah. has no relevance no, in it? No value to yeah. you. So w- why do it? And, like, unfortunately, NATO come and hurt himself in a race that, yeah. who cares if you want?
3: Yeah, yeah he, he would be spewing. And, you know, he's got that big opportunity with Factory KDM. They're um, putting a the 250 team up this year, which I haven't done in a long time. Um, so he had, you know, one of the best opportunities probably he's had in a long time to yep. get that title. And no offence to everyone in the 250 class, but he there's only one rider that's um, – or two riders, sorry, in that whole class that have even won a race. Yep. So, you know, with him in there, he would have been.
2: Do you think KDM put someone else on?
3: Well, that's what I was just about to say, surely. Look. But I'm looking through the field and none of that – Top 16s even on Acadium. There are, there's a couple on Gasser. Yeah. Like Gas Gasses, but...
1: Yeah, um, yeah he's a quicker swap.
3: Yeah, like you could put someone like Noel Ferguson. Yeah. He was killing it in that first moto before he crashed. He was in... What was he in I second he, um, or something,
1: wasn't he? I don't know whether he'll be back next round. I've seen on his Instagram he broke his hand, so I don't he know he, whether finished whether that, he finished
3: that Yeah, he finished moto. both races, yeah, yeah,
1: but he's got a... um. There's a photo on, on his Instagram of an X-ray with a broken... Um, sort of like the inside of your pinky Essentially Yeah, right. yeah It's mm. like yeah So But he um, It's a shame Because he had a Towards the end of Last year's rounds He had some really good finishes and Yeah
3: well He come out flying In that first race too Yeah So Yeah I, I don't know If KDM will put a rider on I, I kind of hope they do Because um, If you look at that field It's Everyone in there Is a spring chicken bro They're all Yeah Like
0: yeah.
3: Fuck half of them Would be under 18
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> Yeah So like There's a lot of Um, opportunity for the sport to grow with this field that's coming through. Like I I didn't mean the field was pretty light before, I just mean there's only, as I said, there's only two people that have won a moto before in the whole whole class. They're all
1: fast, yeah.
3: So, it's going to be good over the next kind of two or three years, you're going to see all these riders coming to their own, like obviously Alex Larwood last year killed it at um, Wontaggie. And then got hurt, but then there was only three rounds last year, so yeah. he he didn't get a chance to show his full potential. But well,
2: he almost won the second moto. He
3: almost won both of them. bro. Yeah. he was he was same thing as Webster, probably the fastest
1: on track on
3: yeah. in both motos. But Wilson Todd's a veteran for that class, has won a championship before, and has a lot more kind of race IQ than yeah. It's um, good to watch um loved. Wilson
1: Todd through the podcast. Like obviously everyone you know, in that sandy type of material, everyone makes. Slight mistakes and stuff, but he yeah. did. Wilson Todd just looked completely consistent. Like he was just cruising. Yeah, like he
3: got bullshit starts both yeah, races.
1: It's perfect. So
3: he and he would be hands down the favorite to win this because, yeah, one he's won it before, and two he just came back from Europe and yeah, he's got a lot of experience over the rest of the field. So hopefully, um, this will be a pr- pretty easy year for him. But I, at the same time, I hope one of these young guns come up. Gives it to me.
2: Talking about the young guns I don't know about if it's That we've heard A little bit on the AMA But What is it with riders And hurting their fingers And getting cuts on their fingers And stitch Like I've never hurt Cut cut my fingers when I crashed It's always yeah. Elbows or knees Or you know what I mean Or like ribs or something I, like, I don't understand How they're cutting their fingers Like Yeah I don't Did, know. You, did you ever cut your fingers When you were racing?
3: Oh uh, once or twice From getting split from a rock, from roost. But yeah, but I getting. mean, like,
2: if it, like, to get... Like, look at Barsh had nine stitches. Um Billy Malkovich got, I think they said, two in one and three in the other or something. Like Yeah, yeah right. So the, only,
1: like, the only drama I ever had, I got, like, hit pretty hard at Coolum and had a huge crash, and I, I actually, like, popped my finger because it got squished between the bar and the... As I went down, got squished between the bar and the clutch lever. Yeah. Ah, yep, yep. And it, like, yeah, it, like exploded yeah. the end of my finger. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, right. But it was... I think I only got a couple of stitches in that. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's very uncommon. Like you said, you're always doing ribs and more yeah, yeah, significant yeah, stuff. And like yeah, but like and stuff, yeah. You gotta give it to him. Like, um like he still finished ride. third he still yeah. finished third with stitches in you know, I I think I'd be at home on the couch, mate. So <laughs> <laughs> good
2: Try on to lift him. the beer up. Yeah, 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 good on him. But yeah, no, like it's just weird that you're hearing more and more people are cutting cutting their fingers open.
3: Yeah. It must just be a coincidence or something.
1: Yep. Too
2: much moisturizer at the hands, man. <laughs> but
3: yeah, how if you go through the field, like you look at riders like Larwood he's one. He's he's only a real young kid, and then you got Ryder Kingsford who was in the MX3 last year. He's tiny, bro, and he got a top five. Like, that's that's an unreal ride, and he crashed in the second moto. So
2: the two fifties are like there's a pretty packed field in there. Like I, I thought Dylan Willis and Reese Bud would would have done a little bit better.
3: Yeah, Wilsy, yeah. Willsey should have um, you know, he was probably not happy of that result being on Factory Husky this year. Yeah. You know, eighth isn't the best start, but at the same time, it's not the worst start. I'm, it's the first round he got through it. That's yeah, all he I got matters, through yeah. it, and I'm sure he's happy about that, and he, he'll look to improve the next few rounds. But same as um Blake Fox, he's the MX3 um champion from last year.
0: Yep.
3: Um, I thought he would have done better, but, you know, it's your first hit out in the big boys, so you can't. Can't be um, too disappointed with that.
1: Even the likes of Jesse Dobson and that, they'll be working on that. That's probably not. He won't be real stoked with fourth. Yeah.
3: So, he, yeah, same thing. He tied with third on points, but um, yeah, by the way it looks, Wilson Todd's gonna maybe run away for it this year.
2: The upfront one. Yeah. But um, I want to touch on the podiums quickly. I don't know if you guys have noticed it, but you know how back in the we used to see the riders drinking. The Red Bull can or whatever. Mm. Cloudy, if you're listening, mate, open up your monster can and just tip it out and pour, pour water on there because you didn't even have your can open and you're drinking <laughs> out of a closed can <laughs> on the podium, bro. Come on.
3: Need some can. Come on, look, Can education. Yeah, bro. just yeah.
2: open the can, pour it out, pour some water in there and pretend to drink the water or something. Like, But I've I just never understood that. Like, I like my Von, monsters and Vs and Red Bulls. Like, If anyone knows me, they know I love my energy drinks. I'm not drinking it because, I'm like, oh, Cloudy won his race and he's drinking a Monster. I better go get a Monster and it'll to make me win my race. You know what I mean? Like, it's – I don't understand why they have to drink it on the podium. Like, is anyone actually out there going, oh, I'm going to go buy that because Cloudy's drinking it? It's and just I'm
3: that TV time, bro. Monster's is big money. Sponsors, yeah, yeah so just you hold gotta, the can. got to do whatever they yeah,
1: say. don't drink it. Don't yeah, drink just, just hold the, hold the can and it,
2: yeah. just go, thanks to Monster Energy or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, why do they actually have to drink it? It's – we always used to make fun of it, uh, pretending to drink it and the big, yeah, uh, and never drinking it. Like, yeah, I w- as me as like an unfit person, if I actually saw a rider drinking that, I'd be like, fuck me! And you gotta work your ass off to try and get rid of all that sugar. Like yeah. seriously, right? <laughs> like, there's a lot of sugar in that, so it's just pretty funny seeing seeing stuff like that. Like you even see like Tomac and Basha and all of them doing it, but at least. Cans are open, and yeah, I don't know if it's got water or something in it, but it, yeah, it was just at least he uh, drinking something. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. He's pretending to drink a can and it's not even open yet. So, but uh, yeah, that was that was probably the funniest thing. You want to move on to MX3?
3: Yeah, MX3 Campbell Williams. I've um personally never heard of him before, but he clean sweeped it and he, he smoked him too. So he looks like a bright young kid coming up. Um.
2: But it's crazy. This this
3: class is is good, bro. This MX3. It's, you know, changed from the MXD or the under 19s, whatever it used to be called. But these kids are from 14 to 18. And if you're under 16, you can race this and then still race in your junior classes. Where back in the day, if you were 15 at the start of the year but turned 16, as soon as you do a senior race, you have to stay senior. So this gives them a good opportunity to dip their toes in and. You know, see where they're at, see see what the Nationals is all about because they're racing on the same track. Like, there's no way junior tracks get this rough. Yeah.
1: yeah. The deterioration on a on a pro-national yeah. national track yeah. is
2: something else. So, so.
3: this is only going to improve all these kids by leaps and bounds and I know personally some of these kids are only, yeah, only that 14 years of age, so.
2: But when when the MX3 happened, I'm like, what's MX3? And I actually had to look it up. Yeah. And once I found out what it was, like, that is – an awesome idea because like we were saying the junior talent for Supercross in Australia is nothing because there's like like we said they used to be stadium crosses and they used to be able to work their way into the Supercross so I yeah. think this is a perfect opportunity for junior riders to go work their way in and see actually what it is going to be like to ride on the top tier tracks with the pros and everything like that because like we were saying the sunny states and the SEQs here yeah, they get rough but you don't have the top Australian riders in 250 and 450 riding. Like, the braking bumps are bigger, the ruts are deeper. Like, everything is more crazy. So, it's sick to see that they've actually got something like that in place for them.
3: Yeah, and it's good for, you know, this class to be around because, you know, obviously, especially in the 250 class, rides are super limited, especially, like, factory rides. So, you know, if you can be a consistent uh, winner in the MX3 class, you're going to pretty much get a full-time ride for that class and then, if not, transition into the... Um, MX2 with a, a proper ride, so it's only going to improve all these kids' futures by leaps and bounds. So well, it's you, a good start.
2: Do you see how many peop- people there were in it? There was over, there was about eighty riders, and they had to cut it down to forty. Yeah, right. So there was a heap of riders, and they had to qualify to get into the, into the race. So it's good to see that there's that many people coming out to the event. So good work um, for the Australian Motocross for the first round.
3: Yeah, and then the chicks class, um was pretty good too. That Charlie Kennan, she's only 16, I think. And, yep. yeah, she she lit, lit it on fire, bro, in that class. Like, I've personally rode with her before and I can tell you she's super, super quick for a chick. So, I can't see anyone really beating her this year if she stays on and stays healthy.
2: Yeah, well, when um, we went on to the King of Capricorn, that's when I first saw that the Taylor McCutcheon. Yeah. She's, she's really good, like... Um, I think she's on Honda now, not Yamaha. Yeah. Um, but I think she's on Honda now, so I don't know hopefully she can put put a couple of races together and maybe get a win and try and challenge Charlie Cannon for it. Because I know she's – like, when I saw her riding, I'm like, whoa, that, she's actually a really good rider. Like, it's – Yeah. She looks like she's got real uh, like a lot of natural talent. So, fingers crossed she can put something together and get onto the podium.
3: Yeah. Sweet. What are we doing? We'll get into the I AMA then, then eh? Yeah.
2: Yeah, the 250s.
1: Our boy, Lawrence. Oh, Hunter, the Aussie boy. Yeah. Good to see him. I like He did, definitely didn't have the pace. So, you know, Christian Craig and Moseman come together, probably um, much to Moseman's fault. But I guess that's racing and that is what it is. He's 28 points in front. You've got to sort of do something to try anything, I guess. But it it was good. Yeah, Hunter Lawrence come over with the win. That's his second one for the season. So
2: Yeah, but like I was saying before, what else can... Hunter and Mosman do like if if they do just beat um, Craig, the Craig's to wrap it up. He's he's got over over a race yeah. in points. Ooh. Like you have to put him down, and hopefully he gets a tenth or an eighth or has a, a bike bike issue. Like you can't just try and beat him straight up because you never know when the championship. Like
3: yeah, well, that. if you look through these results, his worst result so far this year is a third, and he's only got one of them, and the rest have all been wins and seconds. So. You know, he's had one of them years that you have, yeah, kinda once in your life.
1: Yep. Yeah, this is his Um, year.
3: And yeah, it's his year. It's been supposed to have been his year the last ten years, but you know, this is finally his year, so good on him. And this is what happens when it's your year. You basically are unstoppable and the way he rides, bro, he's hands down, the fastest guy on the track. Every single week, so he deserves to be where he is.
2: Yeah, well, he hasn't been off the podium this this whole whole thing. Like, yeah. He's been on the podium every single round, so what do you expect? Like, yeah. he's going to have the points lead being... Even if team. he's not the fastest,
3: you know, in quali or whatever, you just see him in the heats and the mains, and he's just leaps and bounds above everyone yeah. else.
2: he's stupidly fast. Yeah. He's stupidly and fast. his whoop speed, like, I think that's... Like, he's, yeah. he's probably the same kind of speed-wise, but the whoops just put him in another league.
3: And he's he just, like, obviously... Hunter and Moseman can match him lap time-wise, but it's just not every lap. Craig yeah. is so consistent. And, yeah, yeah, his whoop speed is next level. And, that, obviously, his racecraft too, bro. Like, he, he seems to get past people super quick, especially when he's pissed off. Like, after he got knocked down, he'd come back. He got back past Mosman like he was standing still. And before that Mosman kind of was all over him when he was when Moseman took him in. Yeah,
2: but Mosman did say that he um lost his back brake because yeah, he yeah, hits yeah. Craig. But yeah. hey mate, if you want to take someone out, like I got no issue with the pass or anything like no, that. No, the pass
3: is fine and he probably wouldn't have meant to have knocked him off the track, but he he Oh I reckon he did. He was, he, he was did. underneath him and he <laughs> put a whole lot of gas down, you know, and his back wheel kind of slid out and then knocked Christian's bike upright and knocked him over the bar.
2: Cuz if you listen to the podium afterwards, he kind of said, "Hey, it's coming down to the last rounds. We need to do what we need to do." He 100% wanted to get him off the track and hopefully not obviously no one intentionally tries to hurt another rider, but he, he intentionally tried to put him push him off so he could uh, come back on the field and maybe come back in the sixth, but Craig is just that mentally strong. I don't know if you can rock him like that. he just come back and he was absolutely flying. Like yeah, that's
3: where a parcel that looks stupid is that when you do that and then the guy crashes, gets up, and then comes back past you. Like, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. the fuck are
2: you doing,
1: mate? It would have been good to see another, like, two laps. I wish, you know, just the last lap dude just didn't put the board out, let it go. Yeah. Let's see what happens. I reckon Craig would have got past Hunter in the end because he was catching him pretty well, so. Yeah,
3: but, no, I'm pumped for Hunter to get a win. Every win's... You know, another step towards where he needs to be.
1: And
3: oh, actually, what's Hunter going to do next year? Is he going to step up, or are they going to step don't Jet so, up? No, I reckon.
2: Je- I reckon Jet's going up. Right. I, I know there's talk of Jet and Sexton. On I the seen Honda team.
3: Hunter riding a four fifty during the week. say so.
2: three man Honda team, you reckon? Maybe
3: they they won't want to let these Lawrence brothers go, but you know, Jet's only eighteen.
2: Is Hunter getting pointed out this year? I
3: don't know. Probably
2: not. No, Not in the
3: Supercross anyway. Yeah, so
2: so he can he could ride 250 next year.
3: Yeah, maybe. Yeah,
2: but I I personally think Hunter should do another 250. Right, re- oh, it's or. never
3: it's never hurt you to get a title, and that's you know what these kids
1: mm. yeah definitely
3: ride their whole life for is to yeah. get an AMA title, and you know he's been a bit of a bridesmaid in Europe. Obviously, won a heap of races, but yeah. kind of always got ended up getting second in championships, and then. Same as over here. Last year, he got second in the Supercross Championship, didn't he? Yeah. Um, still get got a few wins and got a few wins in outdoors and stuff, but, yeah, he hasn't won a championship yet, and, you know, that's the goal of racing motocross and Supercross. So, yeah, I, I would like to see him stay back another year and try and get that title.
2: If I was in the position to go Hunter or Jet, I feel Jet would be better suited for that 450
1: ride. Yeah, He's, he it. has the better racecraft. Jet is—I know Jet's younger, but he rides. One is faster. Yeah, and like Hunter will admit that, like he is faster, and he just seems to get the results a little better than Hunter does. Nothing against Hunter; he's still stupidly fast. I as think,
2: well. yeah, but I think the best thing that happened to Jet was eating it when he was racing for Anders. and like you look, like he even said like that race where him and Faulkner collected, and he went down, to, um, in that triple crown. He even will admit that he's done some immature and stupid things, but you look at his writing now. Like that—that that was a kind of one-off incident in this season. But his writing is a lot more mature because of last year, because he was racing on emotion and not yeah, thinking. Yeah, not so. just that,
3: but he's—you know—there's been not hundreds, but there's been like a heap of kids who have been, you know, child phenoms like Jetties, and then kind of come to senior or that pro ranks and it hasn't blossomed like it yeah. probably should have. He's the first rider since, fuck, I can't even remember who, probably Filippado or something.
0: Tomac, yeah. Or Tomac yeah. to
3: actually their career goes yeah. exactly on the, the goods, path yeah. that it's supposed to straight or that you think it will straight away. Um. So hopefully he just keeps going. It's like super hard and super rare to happen, but it looks like we've got one in Jet that's going to actually go to them levels that we all thought he would, and he's doing it super, super quick.
2: But at the end of the day, he's getting pointed out at the end of the next year, regardless. Yeah. So why not put him if if there is a 450 ride? We don't know what's happening with Roxon. I don't believe Roxon's coming back. Well, he's at the end of his contract, anyways. And yeah, but I don't. I think he's mentally done.
3: Yeah, that's what I mean. And yeah. So I don't even if he's not mentally done, I can't see Honda signing him.
2: Yes, after the
3: well, not past years. Past years, yeah. and then if they sign him, they could lose out on, on jet potentially both the Lawrence brothers. And, you know, they're not going to risk that on a guy like Roxon, who's at the end of his career and he could have another exact same year as this next year. So, like, they can't.
2: Yeah, but what I'm saying is Jet has to get out of the 250 class at the end of next year regardless. Yeah. Why not put him into the 450 class and what does it matter if he's dog shit in the 450 class and he gets top sevens or whatever, let him get all the niggly things out of that in his rookie year because he's not really losing that 450 season because he wouldn't have been in there anyway. Yeah, and but at the same
3: time, you don't want to jump him up too too quick to the 450 class because that talent and momentum can disappear super, super quick if they're just constantly getting hurt and yeah. then constantly getting bad results. Your confidence goes... Yeah. Everything that you had that you built in yeah. that last two or three years can disappear pretty quick. So
2: but Sexton didn't... Defend his title. He went straight up.
3: Yeah, but because the opportunity was out, it was a three-year deal, bro. Like yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, yeah. like,
2: look, like, yeah, Sexton does some stupid shit, but in my eyes, I think he's doing still very well. For Sexton
3: won two titles, didn't he? Nativities. Was it? I think so.
2: I think. I, could, I thought he went straight up after his first title. Yeah, I don't know. he have to Google I don't know. Yeah, I could be wrong. Probably am wrong.
3: But, yeah, Sexton, like it, we said it the other day, he's super young. Like, you, you forget how young he is.
2: I think they said he was 22. Yeah. Yeah. So he's still really young.
3: So he's, he's, um, killing it, bro, in that class. He's got a few wins and he's one of the fastest riders out there and got the best techniques, but he's just having these massive crashes.
1: Yeah. He has that, um, before we go to 450s, I guess, we probably should talk about the LCQ punch-on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and old mate, the old M- mate the, my favourite part about it, like the punch-on was good to see, whatever, it's probably not very appropriate, but old mate washed the front on the inside of the corner, got up, started his bike, and instead of riding off, just sat there and watched him punch-on.
2: Yeah, well, what happened is he got up and then old mate took out the other guy. And then he looked over and then saw them pushing and shoveling. And he was just sitting on his bike watching everything <laughs> unfold and he's like, Don't worry about taking off. Yeah, hey. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um before we go to um four fifties, let's put it, who who do you reckon will win the East West showdown? Craig or Lawrence? Um also, I I Craig personally or Jet? Craig I personally
1: think Craig will win, but I don't think he's gonna do it easy. I think Jet will be giving him an arch. I, I think Jet can hold his speed, but Craig has so much racecraft. Like he's a very experienced; he's got a lot of years on Jet in racing at this caliber. And
3: well, I heard him talking about it in the uh, commentary.
1: Yeah,
3: um, Craig's kind of got the weight lifted off his shoulder a bit more because he's, he's got, got such a fucking lead. big lead bro, yeah. in these points, so he can go out there and risk
2: yeah.
3: r- risk it a bit more because he's got such a big lead where Hunter's only got a tiny. Jet. I mean, Jet's only got a.
2: 11 point lead you know
3: a little a little lead but Uh, jet i can't see jet not trying to win like jet's gonna give it everything
2: when when craig and um jet were at geico craig kind of took him under his wing like you you heard him saying like he he, kind of mentored jet at geico like jet learned how to blitz the whoops from craig like craig taught him how to hit those whoops like if craig's not craig's the fastest Jet would be a close second behind him, blitzing those whoops. Oh, Jet's
3: just as fast, bro, as Craig through the whoops. He's just a heap more wild. When yeah. you look at Craig, he's dead Solid, straight through yeah. him yeah. every, every lap. Where Jet's probably even faster sometimes, but he goes from fucking side to side. You yeah,
2: know? so I'd love, love to see, like, obviously there'll be a bit of respect where it's um, the, the mental versus the student kind of thing. But so
3: a, lot it, of the, a lot of the time in these East-West shootouts, you get people that haven't
2: really won won
3: the rest of the year like it happens all the time yeah it happens all the time because jet
2: and craig have taken each other out and third place is out first or something yeah so yeah
3: and then plus there's just more competition of the top guys because what is it the top 10 from each side get automatically in and then the
2: don't never qualify
3: well i think the top 10 automatically automatically from each coast and then
2: the other 22 yeah, they have, or to would have to qualify. Have to qualify because yeah. they will have to go go yeah. qualify and then just through the heat races. Yeah, so yeah. but I think
3: the top ten from each coast get in automatically. Yep,
1: um, well, it should be good to see. I think, like, I'd, yeah, I'm still going to stick with. I reckon Craig's going to win, but
2: I it's not going to be easy. Jet's and what fast. is it? They
3: have got a week off this week, eh?
2: Yeah, they, there's no racing this yeah. so week. So, but yeah, you reckon Craig's got it?
1: I reckon Craig. Craig mm. with a heap of heat from Jet. I reckon.
3: I reckon Hunter might surprise him by and get a win. No.
1: Nah.
2: Yeah, I reckon. I, <laughs>
3: hope, I hope Jet wins because, you know, he's he's our boy. But um, I reckon Hunter might surprise him both and get a win.
2: I've got Craig um, to win it. And I reckon most going to be the wild card that will surprise everyone and he'll come out and just blitz everyone. Yeah. Because he actually is super quick, but he cannot keep it on two <laughs> wheels. Yeah. So, all right, we'll get into the 450s. The boy,
1: Tomo. I'm pretty sick of... um. I feel like he needs to get a handicap. Like, I feel like he needs to stay at the gate for a bit because it's sort of starting to annoy me. But, I mean, <laughs> he's riding stupidly good, so.
2: Or get, like, a 10-second like a penalty once he's finished the race oh, just to make it closer. Yeah. Like, he,
1: what did he get to? Like,
2: sixth? <laughs> he, he lapped past Dean Wilson, so he lapped seventh, and he was behind Cooper Ward by 10 seconds. That's what I mean. Yeah, but
3: this is a – I was going through this. The Fuck the riders that are out in that 450 class at the moment – is hectic, bro. There's Cincerello's out. The whole Rocky Mountain team's out. Yeah. So they've got three riders. They're out. Yeah, you, but who who is it? you got Michael Araf
2: Who's in Rocky Mountain, though?
3: Savachi and Ansi. They're all out. you yeah, got that, that, both HRC riders were out on the weekend. Like, obviously, Sexton yeah, Crash yeah, out yeah, in yeah. the yeah. day. you got Pleasant are out. Yeah. you got Ferrandis out. And yep. then Brayton was out as well. Okay. So there's there's nearly a top ten just
2: there. Yeah, okay. Then he still would have, like... Barshan and Webb are no slouches. Yeah. I'm pretty sure even if those guys were in there, Tomac would have been lucky up Oh, yeah, up no. To him.
3: Yeah. Tomac's next level this year. And you know what I mean? Good no, on him I mean, because like it could have been a career ending year if he didn't
2: gel didn't, with the bike. Yeah. Didn't go
3: good. Like, this move could have went, you know, south. Like, no one knew. Even Monster um, Energy Yamaha took a bit of a. Gamble Gamble with him Because you know They didn't know If he was done or not
1: Yeah No it was good to see It's his seventh win For the series So he's definitely consistent And he's holding stupid pace oh. Like And he's just ridiculous. so much
3: smarter in his riding Like he's not Just You know Riding stupidly fast And crushing He's Yeah He's riding faster than everyone else, but then still riding super, super smart. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. good to see, bro, and he got that 44th win, so he's tired of rigging here.
1: What do you think about, um, I know Nick said this to me earlier today when we were on the phone, but what do you think about Tomac pulling out early if he's got enough points?
3: Nah, why would you do
1: that? Safety. I'd do Go it. back to the fucking 250 class something. <laughs> <and> <laughs> pull, no, out, pull out a 125 with stank dogging to <laughs> go for it, eh?
3: Did, <laughs> you, hear, did you hear stank in that... Um, he was riding a 250 tilly in the 450 class.
1: Oh, was he? Yeah, I heard it in one of the heats. I didn't see it. I didn't see that.
2: Um, yeah, no, I was saying, what, what happens if he just goes, all right, I'm going to wrap it up two rounds early mm. and go. I'm just going to go practice outdoors and just blitz in the outdoors? I
1: don't think the
2: team will
3: let him do that. I know they wouldn't let him do it, but I'm just saying, yeah. like,
2: he's got um, he's got over two race point lead now. Yeah,
3: well, he, he keeps... Like, obviously winning every race lately. He's won, like, what's that, four or five in a
2: row. Five in a row now, yeah. And then
3: the pe- people behind him have been, you know, fucking Barsha got the penalty last week and then Anderson's crashed out last week. So everyone behind him's kind of crumbling as well as as he, like, just straight up smoking everyone.
2: We we had just finished the podcast last week and the penalty from Barsha came through. Yeah. And we we're discussing as well, we're having a couple of views. I don't agree with that penalty at all.
3: I do because he was on probation, bro.
2: Yeah, but you still. know, what's
3: the point of being on probation if they're not gonna do anything? Like so you get you get your warning, so you've got one good takeout where you can fuck someone <laughs> up as much as you want and pretty much nothing happens. But especially someone like Basha, who's a notorious taker outer.
2: But he got a probation <laughs> from Bogle, bro. Bogle, he, yeah, wasn't, he didn't even take out a, pro, like a they, top five the, rider. They
3: gave him that probation because he's Barshan. <laughs> he just does it. He done the Anderson one, the first round or whatever it was. Um, So, yeah, he was on probation. So, they – they, he forced their hand, bro. They had no choice but yeah. to give him some. Yeah, and it, and, a and that's it fuck all. It's only three I, points. I know. I understand so that. So, he still gets – what did he get second, second last yeah. week? So he would still get the prize money from the promoters and his team. So you'd get all the sponsor bonuses for getting second.
2: But why make it $3,000? $3, $3,000 is nothing for them. Oh, it's still a bit of money, but
3: it's just that's what I mean. It's not there
2: to go, go. You have to pay the prize purse. So everyone from. Tenth down gets double the money. You have to pay that. Yeah. Make, make it worthwhile. Make it <laughs> actually pay some money. They just, yeah.
3: as I said it before, bro. They just do these things to make it look like they're doing something. Yeah. So, like, three points is only one position or two positions.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, that's stuff all. And then the three grand for someone like Barsha. Like, if you're a privateer, that's a fucking lot of money. Yeah, 100%. That's what I'm saying. But three for grand someone for like Barsha, is isn't that big of a deal. But they're just doing it. Yeah, it's because protocol. Because they, they have, have to do, do it. it. Like yeah. He's on probation.
2: But like I'm saying, it's... I understand if it was second, third. He passed him for the win, bro. Mm. He's going for the win. Like it wasn't he was passing him back in fifth. Yeah, He was going for the win and he... Anderson just had to lift his head up and he would have seen Barsha there and he could have gone around him. Yeah, Anderson is stubborn and wanted to prove a point and oh, go, well. Basha's
3: just from the wrong era, bro. If Basha grew up racing you know, 10, 15 years ago in that class, he would be a fucking hero. And he yeah. still is. Everyone everyone froths him. Like, Barsha's got one of the biggest uh, fan bases out of all the riders, you know. So everyone still loves it, but you, you can't get away with that this day
2: and age. But you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you you, you guys say it's dirty because he, like, cut the track. You look at someone like Anderson He's taking out Mookie twice, racing, racing. Like, I don't, I don't have an issue with any of this. I'm just going to yeah. start... But Anderson's taken out Mookie twice. Has taken out Roxon twice. He's taken out four riders, realistically. Yeah. And nothing has been said about it because it's a racing incident. How is that not a racing incident? No, well, Barca
3: and fucking Anderson nearly had a head on, bro. That's how much he fucking cut the track.
2: <laughs> but he didn't cut the track.
3: Yeah, but he, he went across the track that hard. That was nearly a head yeah, on. nearly going backwards.
2: But yeah, I, yeah. I, then don't design the track like that. You're designing the track for people like Barsha to do shit like that. Just yeah. don't design the track like that. If you Like, if you know Barsha is going to do something like that, just... Like, if ba- if Anson squared Barsha up and stuffed Barsha up... Yeah. Barsha would have had to go the long way all the way around and he would have lost two or three seconds by the time he got b- back to that corner. Yeah, like yeah, it, totally. So, but, yeah, like I said, I'm not... A massive fan of getting penalised for taking people out because it just makes it more entertaining for the fans. But did you hear Anderson on the the podium? No, I quite, quite like this. This it, was pretty he came out and said I got past Barsha and didn't have to lose three points or pay three thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I I did hear that. <laughs> so he had a little sneaky dig. Had a little sneaky dig at Barsha, but yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. And I, I think it's pretty ironic that uh, Yamaha tough block took out Barsha too in. in yeah, this this week's round that obviously Tomax on Yamaha and Yamaha's taking out second place. But who, was,
3: who else is that? Moosecan, eh? Got a, another podium.
2: Yeah, I, I was.
3: Did you hear him say that he's never finished off the podium at Seattle before? Yeah, ever.
2: I honestly thought he was gonna get past Anderson. He was he was right behind Anderson the whole whole race. I'm like. Eventually, Yo, Anderson S- does Mookie, do something. Mookie
3: couldn't catch him, bro. No,
2: nah, that's what I mean. Like, he was riding really good. I thought, I was like, come on, Marvin, you can get second year, bro. And, yeah, he just, like, he's been on the podium twice now. Two races in a row. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's might, be,
1: might be coming in late. Yeah.
2: Well, it's only, what, two points behind Webb, yeah? So
1: God, I don't like Webb. I don't know why. I just don't like him.
2: So, there's a chance that he could pass Webb. Um, not yeah, well, obviously, obviously
1: Tamax pretty
3: much wrapped it up. You know, there's only, what is there, three, five rounds to go.
2: Yeah. Um, And
3: he's got a 50-something le- point lead.
2: I think it's 53 or four because it, uh, it's double.
3: Yeah, 54. Yeah. Um, But, you know, that second, third and fourth positions, they're only, what's that, six points point between six. them. Yeah. So Yeah. That's going to be good to see how that pans out. I hope, you know, Mookie can keep getting good results and, even though Mookie was quiet this weekend, he's still got a fourth, and that's what he's been doing all year.
1: Still got points, man. It's all about consistency, yeah. are They've got to keep rucking big numbers and make sure – because it's a long – like we spoke about a heap of times, like 17 rounds, it's a big series. And but just
3: for someone like Malcolm just to get through this year uninjured, um, pretty much a top five every single weekend.
2: Yeah, except for those Qualifying two, yeah.
3: first every couple of weekends, and then if he can take some of this momentum into outdoors yeah. and then just build – like. They keep talking about it every week in the um, commentary that surely his win's coming because this is the way that you do it. You're yeah, just yeah, slowly yeah. building and every week he's getting better. But
2: like they said in the commentary, even before Seattle finished, they said Malcolm has scored more points now than he has scored ever. ever. Yeah. R- and last year
3: yeah. was his best ever year. Yeah,
2: so yeah. He, he's on the, and he's got another year with Husqvarna after this. So yeah, if Husqvarna aren't happy what, what he's done at the moment, then you'd be stupid like he's he's literally killing it right now like
3: yeah there's going to be a right asking next year for sure bro like Dean Wilson ain't going to be there that's for sure so that's it
2: that's well you, you like like we'll probably get into this a little bit later um, in the supercross but there's there's too many really fast 450 guys or oh, sorry, 250 guys coming into 450 next year for I think Wilson to have a Husqvarna, a factory Husqvarna ride, like yeah. So I think a few
1: of them will lose their ride because of that. Like quick two fifty guys coming up, and like you know, in, in the likes of Craig and stuff like that, he's got to be coming up. Like yeah, but they're going to have to.
2: We don't know what Star Yamaha's doing with that four fifty team there's, there's, I've heard talks of that. There's no, they might have a three or four rider four fifty team, but
3: well, that's a that's one thing that the teams nearly have to do now is accommodate these young guns that they got that they don't really want to lose but at the same time can't keep at the moment Yeah, so because the, if
1: you don't sponsor them someone else will It's yeah. the thing especially the likes of pc
3: done it a few years ago or a lot of years ago actually like mid mid 2000s or early 2010s they had one 450 ride every year and they would put their riders on it who didn't really have a ride Yep. You know, like a Jake Weimer rode on it or yep. a Brock Tickle road on it. Like, after they kind of won a title and didn't have a ride.
2: Well, like, you look at Star or, like, all these... They're investing in these 250 guys. Like, these yeah. 250 guys aren't getting paid the amount that the 450 guys are getting paid no. or anything like that. So, they're pretty much investing and in building these 250 guys in to go into the Premier class, which everyone knows is the 450.
3: Yeah. Like, sometimes, obviously, you've got to cut your losses.
2: Yes, but if you, you've... Built such an amazing team and grew, groomed these riders. Why not take the gamble and go, all right, next year we're going to put a four-man team. Take Just take a gamble for the first year. Don't You don't yeah. have to offer them a two-year deal or whatever. Go, hey, we're going to take a gamble and see what happens in the 450. And if your 450 team is getting top fives all the time or top tens or whatever, all, all yeah. four of riders, then your gamble's paid off.
3: Oh, well, the more riders out there, the more chance you got of getting good results because, you know, you got more players in the field. Obviously not. I didn't work for Star EMR this year in the two fifties, but like usually yeah. it
2: does. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like they've they've got two champions sitting out. Yeah. Like it's not like they've just got two riders sitting out, they've got two champions that have won Supercross titles. Yeah, so well,
3: hopefully, you know, even a team like uh factory gas castro really designs, they've only got Barsha, like a one rider team yeah. in the four fifty. So yeah. hopefully, you know, they they've got room for another rider and I know Moosecan's retiring after this year. You know, maybe KDM can field a free rider team again, yeah. especially for Supercross. They don't have to do it for motocross.
2: But I'm, like, there's just too many talented riders coming up not to have a two- or three-man team now.
1: I'm um, I'm really interested to see, like, you know, next year there's going to be, obviously, have added a few fast 450 riders. The year after, there'll be a few more. Yep. I'm interested to see, like, in a couple of years, like, the LCQs. Who's are gonna DM. be heaters. Like oh, they are I mean? they gonna always
3: be say that. Like, you know, I think it was last year. If you looked at the when everyone's healthy and in there, even this year, if you put everyone back in there,
0: this year's been the biggest. That's so hurt. Yeah. same thing. You, yeah,
3: you're lucky to get yeah, yeah. one rider in there that's not a factory.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah, past, that's right. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so it should be good to see. Yeah, it's I, I reckon personally. I reckon they need to scrap this point out rule for the two fifties. Oh, I don't know, because y- you look at—no offense, like, like I'm saying, these these riders are amazing, and I'm dog shit, so I'm not yeah. saying <laughs> it. But the talent pool in the two fifties getting less and less. Like, like we said, there's only like with Christian Craig here. Craig went down and still got second. Right, you know what I mean?
3: It's not getting less and less. It looks like it's less and less because these lads are holding on, bro. That's what it just looks like. Because the the big teams don't have um, the ability to sign other riders when they've got a proven winner like Craig, you know. But if he is forced to fuck off to the 450 class, yep. then these teams are forced to bring up these younger riders and develop the sport because... That's what PC was always known for. For years and years, they could take a rider who was maybe top ten, yeah, maybe, but could go on PC, and they were f- pretty, yeah, much pretty much competing for yeah. wins, bro, straight away.
2: But you look at Marchbanks in the two fifty class; like he he came sixth. Like he he rode amazing, yeah. Like because he's obviously he didn't take a break. He went into went into the four fifties on the on the weeks off, like Freezy did, and Freezy and Marchbanks come back and go fifth, sixth like yeah I, I I don't know I just think the point out rules silly
3: it's not silly but because it needs to be there to you know have the rides there for these kids as I was saying
1: but and drama drama is you get the trophy hunters as well to just stay there and just yeah keep rolling and, in money. the
3: problem is too like there's two sides to what you can look at is yeah someone like your martins yeah, he was forced to not race a few races last year or something so he didn't point out because if he did not do that, he doesn't have a job, bro. Yeah. So, like, it's not just like, yeah, I want to stay back and win another title. It's yeah, like, yeah. He's, he doesn't, you know, doesn't have 450 right to do this as a job. So, if this is what I have to do to have a job Why next Why don't year, they go
2: go re, redo it and go, hey, instead of going at go of points, we go top three. You're two years after, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well you the, can
3: only defend your title once. Once, and then you got to move on.
2: Yeah, but that's, you can only defend your title. But a guy that comes second and, gets the same amount of, like, goes over the points, I think it's 100 and something points. Yeah. Even if he doesn't win a title, he might not win two titles. Like, you look at Alex Martin. He had to go into the 450 class. He didn't have a choice. He just got pointed out. He didn't win a title. Like, now you now you got him filtering down the back in the 450s.
3: Yeah, but that's the way the sport's been. It keeps, keeps you know, fresh blood in it and keeps... The talent coming through, but if you let the same guys stick around there forever, no. But I'm not just, saying the same guys. Just gonna, I'm just saying They're that just going to clog up the sport and
2: take the top three or something out and yeah. let because obviously the top three in 250 will be able to compete somewhat in the 450s. You know what I'm saying? Where if you don't come in the top three, then you've got chances to build your skill up in the 250 class. Yeah, but
3: I don't know. It's it's there for a reason and. I don't think it's a bad thing. The only thing is that, yeah, it sucks when, especially if it's a shit year for off-contract riders in the 450 class, even if you are a top gun in the 250 class and you know you've got to move up. Yeah. Some years, bro, there there is just no rides. Yeah. And it's just bad luck.
0: Yeah.
3: You know, and then that can fuck a rider's whole career after that. Just because. A hundred percent, yeah. Like, not saying Savace's done, but.
2: Yeah, but. he
3: come out of.
2: He um, PC
3: he came out of 250s on PC, got Time straight X, onto yeah. that Timex factory Cowey team, Kaui team yeah. Yeah. had some bullshit results, bro. He was getting top fives like nearly every yeah. week. But then because Cincerello was coming up, who's Kauzaki's prodigy, prodigy yeah. golden yeah, yeah. child, yeah, yeah. they have to put him on because, yeah. same thing, if they don't, Kawasaki have put 20, 20 years into him yeah. that yeah. they're just going to lose. Yeah. So and then he'll go to no someone choice. else, yeah, yeah. yeah
2: the, everyone can because everyone see Because he
3: it. nearly went to Honda.
2: And, and you'll see this with like people like you watching now, like Danger Boy Deegan. Star Yamaha's got him. There's no way Star Yamaha will let him go if if he does go into the 450s. Yeah. Star Yamaha's got him now. There's no way they'll let him go through his amateur career, then into the professional 250s, and then not put him on a 450 ride. So there's yeah. a chance that someone that's coming from Star Yamaha, when he goes up into 450, like we said, might lose out because you've got Danger Boy Deegan coming up.
0: Yeah,
3: I will... They won't have a choice or something like that. We talked about it a while ago, but because he's got such a big following and makes such good money from all his yeah. social media shit, he's got the he's got the choice to choose who he writes. Yeah, I know, but yeah. I'm just
2: saying, like you, you, you would make space for him, so you, you can't give him the opportunity. You can't want to go, hey, well look. How but see, t-
3: in that to Yamaha's, this is his first year of Yamaha, so they haven't, you know, put a shitload into him. They just want to get him while. 'Cause obviously everyone knows yeah. he's rode supercross since he was fucking eight years old. So yeah. he he should realistically yeah, right. yeah. be a bullshit supercross rider when he hits the big time.
2: So but no, it's it's definitely I think they need to have a look at it and re
1: Reevaluate. Reevaluate least, the two
2: fifties, Yeah, because yeah, it, it's I, I think you you know lessen the talent pool in two fifties by kicking out everyone that scores over a certain amount of points.
1: Yeah, there's, a, there's a big issue as well Because like we are saying before There's a couple of points to it There's always got to be someone That loses the 450 class Yeah yeah. yeah I and mean, you never want to see anyone lose But yeah. there has to be someone Otherwise you'll be taking You'll be taking just these top six And that'll be the only people That'll be racing Yeah but I'm saying Yeah exactly
2: the way you get fast is by riding with faster riders. Yeah, you 100%. don't get faster riding by slow riders. Like, so if you still got a bit of fast people in there, you're gonna make the talent in the two fifty better before yeah. they're going into yeah. the four fifty class. That's what. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Even like. set
1: up if they've got like you're saying, like a promotion, like you've you've done this well, you've only got two years left, yeah. like something like that, and then
2: instead of making it a one year point out rule, we'll go hey, you you won the championship you've got two years to get like after then you've got two years like give them an extra year don't yep. make it just one year after the champion. maybe may, may make it two years and then it gives them the opportunity to go alright well I'll finish my first year there's a 450 ride open I'll jump up yeah, to I'm the going, 450 yeah, yeah. or no there's no 450 rides open I'll wait one more year and hopefully there'll be a 450 ride come then. Up, yep. Yeah. come so yeah yeah no it should be yeah but no so we may or may not do one next week Depending on...
3: Yeah, we'll see if we can get someone in to have a chat. Yeah, If we can, we'll do one. If we, if everyone's busy, then, yeah, you'll see us in two weeks. Two weeks time.
1: All right, thanks for coming in, Dilly. All good. Legends. Head home, get out of the rain. Ooh. Thanks for, for your time, Madge.
3: No worries, I'll send you the bill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> thanks, everyone. <laughs> see you.